Tenth inning returns with all of the division series wrapped up. Brett, our Phillies, they are moving on to the NLCS after they beat the Braves. Got anything to say? They're your What friends. happened, Air- <laughs> Atlanta? What happened? We almost said Arizona. Yeah, well, they're next to preview. <laughs> they do play Arizona next. Uh, so the Phillies, they are home for the first two games and... Yeah, it mean it means it's a uh, it's they got advantage in this NLCS for the first time in a while. I'm I'm not sure the last time they had like home field home field advantage, but I honestly Brett wild card. Yeah, There's, Brett. I mean, I I really like how the Phillies are where they have the first two games on the road and then either the next two or three are at home. Does this give them a little? This is a little bit different for them. Yeah. Something they're not really used to. Yeah. Um. I think they've been road dogs for so long. Um. It. I mean, because think about it. Their next two games, their or their next next their next two home games mm-hmm. after the first two yeah. are games six and seven. So it's not really. To it's me, I yeah. always don't think it has that much home field advantage. Mm-hmm. Um. I like the fact that they'll finally be home for game one and two. They can. Get two in a row instead of because when you're on the road, you're really just playing for one game out of those two. You're trying to split, but now I think it's even more pivotal. They go up two zero, and I think they'd have home field in the World Series against Houston. Yeah, not Texas though, but no, no, the, no they would flip have, flopped. It flip flopped. So they have, they have home field against Texas because Texas was the fifth seed. Yeah, Arizona won the division, so they would have home field. Advantage. But we'd have to get through Arizona to get through that. Correct. Correct, but we're joined with Tom and Riley. Me and Riley actually watched the uh, the game on this TV behind us. Uh, in what the game four? Game four, like okay. yeah, yesterday. Yeah. So uh, we were doing Roan report, and I had to do my little sports report uh, after the game because I had to see if I had to say, "Oh, the Phillies are going to Game five or yeah. they're moving on to the NLCS." So, but uh, I mean, we had a great time watching it here. <laughs> yeah. Definitely a lot of stressful moments from yesterday's game. <laughs> yes. Though. So, but um, what were your uh, just initial thoughts? Because me and you were both on the TV a lot, but um, but the Phillies they uh, they squeak away with a three one victory over the Braves. My only thing that was pretty scary was pitching towards the end of the game because walking, <laughs> I mean, loading the bases and then having a coon up is yeah. probably the scariest thing you can do. But thankfully, Rojas had that catch and pretty much saved the season. So pretty much, he did save the yeah, season. Yeah, that would have that would have flipped the entire series. Yeah, that would have flipped the. Yeah, I mean, that would have. At least Cleared tied the, the bases, game. yeah, probably clear because with two outs. I mean, it would have at least tied it. Maybe we even gotten a lead. They probably would have pushed the. It's lead. It's not ridiculous to say the base is clear. You probably lose that game because yeah. of how much momentum the Braves just got, and then who knows what happens in Atlanta in Game Five. Yeah, you never know. But we don't have to worry about that anymore. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, thank God. So we don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, but Tom, um, a lot of hate in our sports department group chat for the Um <laughs> So, what? I, obviously, I know that I you didn't want to uh, address this day. I knew it would come, but <laughs> Tom has a three-page PDF apology in front of him right now. <laughs> three-page PDF that is not typed out, but just purely <laughs> delivered from my hatred for the Philadelphia Phillies. No, but in all seriousness, they won the series, and I did not think they were going to. But pitching was really what great. Uh, Zach Wheeler, game two. Uh, what was it? Six no-hit innings before yeah. their first hit. Uh, Atlanta and Aaron Ola pitched well. We uh, game three, pitching's been great. Offense has been great, and Atlanta chokes again. And Philly, they look good. They look really good, especially that lineup. Trey Turner's hitting Harper, obviously, and you know the two home runs in game three. I think this is going to be a really, really tough series against Arizona. And 
I want to ask. I want to ask Tom because obviously we're all going to agree that the layoff has nothing to do, no effect. But I want to see it from the other side of someone who's not a Phillies fan. Do you think the Braves having that time off it affected them in any way negatively? I just want to clear this. No, off, no, no. Okay. win the game because I saw game. a Houston lot. Won the game. Yeah, I saw a they lot of people against Minnesota why complaining. Dodgers just had no pitching. Neither did the Orioles. Win your games. Yeah. Atlanta had so Spencer Strider was you got two able starts to out of start. Strider. Game one, yep, and game four. The Phillies had to start Rangers Suarez in game one. And four. Phillies won game one and game four, mm-hmm. so they were at the disadvantage. They had Max Free going game two. No excuse. Yeah, exactly. You were the better team Fair in the regular enough. season, beat them in the playoffs, and here's, they couldn't and, do it. And here's the biggest thing that, we can, that I want to address. When Houston came to or went back to their home stadium and played the Twins, what happened first pitch? Altuve launches one to left with a five-day break. Mm -hmm. So obviously, to me, there's no excuse because Houston is obviously doing something right. But, I mean, none of the Orioles, Braves, I mean, the Braves really need to take some notes because it's two years in a row that you lose in the NLDS to the same team. You get embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And you had two 100-win seasons, too. And you lose in four games twice. Mm -hmm. The problem with them is there's really no true fix. Like, with the Dodgers, it's like, hey, we're rolling Lance Lynn out for game three. Like, we just don't do that the next season. Yeah. And mm-hmm. with the Orioles, it's obviously pitching, too. But with Atlanta, it's they have the pitching. They have the offense. They were the best offensive team in the league the entire regular season. Yeah. They just lost. And Philly looked like a better team. And I do think the Phillies kind of have sort of little Miami heat to them where they, you know, they get by in the regular season, and then they, they're built well for the playoffs. Yeah. They have two really good pitchers in their offense. Yeah, their offense has been really clicking. Obviously, Castellanos, four home runs in the span of 24 hours is absolutely insane. But for me, Brett, the bullpen was a little shaky. I wouldn't say the bullpen itself, but just the bullpen decisions the made management. by Rom Thompson. Yeah. It's definitely something that he has to look back on with these few days off because every time that there was two outs... My heart's pounding through my chest <laughs> because I'm I'm stressed out to, because in the seventh inning, we thought the bases would be cleared by Ronald yeah. Acuna, and thankfully they weren't. Shout out Rojas. But it's just when these the lineups and the pitcher situation that he's in, they have been very close to being a lot of quiet noise at the bank. Yeah, um, I... <sighs> it's tough because you know what he's trying to do because you have the heart of the lineup coming up in the seventh, but... You know they're going to—it didn't—fortunately, they didn't creep back around in the ninth, but Acuna was on deck if Vaughn Grisham, like, somehow gets on. And I think it was first and second? No, first and third. First and third, yeah. You're, you're a walk away to Vaughn Grisham from loading the bases again, and this time it's Matt Strom. Yeah. But, I mean, they got away with it. They just—they got to throw strikes, the pitching as a whole. I thought for the majority of the series, they did a good job of getting the first guy out and the second guy out. A lot of Atlanta base runners were on with two outs, and I think that really— was a big factor. And one of the questions I want to push to you, Riley, is when we were watching the, the game and the bases were loaded, uh, me, you, and Aiden Doc we were all watching it, and Alvarado came in for the first two batters, who both got walked, right? Mm-hmm. Both of them righties. You have Kevin Pillar, and then you also have Orlando Arcia. Michael Harris do up after him. If they bring in a righty, you figure that they're going to put in Rosario mm-hmm. for a righty-lefty matchup. But I still don't see why... You don't put in Hoffman in that situation after Alvarado just finished out the inning for you prior, 
and now he's just trying to get back into a rhythm like he was. That's a little difficult for a relief pitcher, mm-hmm. though. So why why do you think Th- Rob Thompson didn't put Jeff Hoffman in? I, I don't know, because I think he's one of our best relievers. Obviously, what happened the other day in Atlanta, everybody's going to be like, don't put him back out there, he's going to blow it again. But, like, how many times have he's, has he done that in the season? Like, he's usually the one that goes in, closes out the inning. I mean, usually doesn't come back out. Like, he'll get the final out, and that's it. But, like, in that situation, why wouldn't you put him out there? Because even if he gives up a run, like, so be it. But why not try? Mm-hmm. Instead, you're having somebody come back in and, yeah. you know, cause more havoc than would have happened if you just put Hoffman. In, so. Exactly. And my thing is, is with Hoffman, is in game one, he came out and pitched, right? He had the bases loaded and got out of it. Mm-hmm. No one's talking about that yep. because he did well, right? This is kind of the reality of life. They, Psychology, man. Exactly. Everyone looks at your mistakes, right? He gives up a two-run shot to take the lead um, for Austin Riley, right? Getting all this blame, right? But there is a fresh set of, lo- a fresh set of guys in the bottom of the lineup and a fresh inning with nobody on and you're just not going to send him out. What's the like? I don't, I don't, I don't understand his thinking. Was he saving him for Acuna? Maybe like if Grisham gets on, do you bring him out for Acuna there in the ninth? That's my. That's the only thing that makes like remote sense. But they brought in Craig. He, I don't. I don't know. They brought in Craig, but why? But still, why don't you? No, I'm talking him? about for Acuna in the ninth because Grisham was ninth in the order. Was he saving Hoffman for like a potential Acuna in the ninth? I mean, you see, that, him or that's Craig. the only thing that makes like slight sense because you burned Kimbrel in the seventh. Yeah, exactly. So I don't really get it. It worked. I. Can't really complain that much because it somehow worked. Yeah, <laughs> he did a a heck of a job in game one maneuvering that bullpen. I thought. Mm. I think he tried to get a little too cute last night, but they got it done. Um, I want to talk about this for a second because I saw it on a different podcast, and I was like, oh, "This is a good topic to talk about for our podcast, tenth inning." And I'll push it to we Tom. don't recycle content, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll push it to Tom um, since it's a non biased opinion. Um, Tom, just looking at the batters for all the Phillies, right? Bryce Harper, specifically. Bryce Harper has two home runs in a revenge game against Orlando RC. We're going to talk about that whole situation a little bit, but I want to push this question to you for because I want to switch from pitching to hitting. Is Bryce Harper the best postseason hitter we've ever seen? Because this, is, this has been a huge past two seasons for him, and he's always coming up clutch for not only the Phillies, he's come up clutch... For the Nationals as well. He's had some game-leading home runs for the Nationals back when he played uh, in his early years. But this, these past two seasons, specifically against the Braves as well, ha- having a plus 400 batting average against Atlanta, having a plus 300 batting average in the entire postseason for the Phillies, he has to be up there. And when you also take a look at big moments too, the home run mm-hmm. off of Suarez last year in San Di- against San Diego in Game 5, and then he had that... Big home run against McCullers in Game Three of the World Series. You and know when you year, take a look at Elder, Elder the three-run homer, and then yeah. obviously the homer to center field off of Brad Hand. <laughs> when you take a look at you know some of the best playoff hitters, definitely recently, I would say Bryce Harper's either at the top or near the top of the list. You know, twenty twenty Corey Seager, twenty twenty Randy Rosarena. But you know when you take a look at some of these playoff performers. I think Bryce Harper's definitely at that top of the list. I mean, and it's so big when you can get your superstars to hit. Trey Turner had a home run last night as well. We saw with the Dodgers. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman. One combined hit in three games against the Diamondbacks. We see 
Acuna wasn't great. Yeah, that's so, a good segue. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about the the, the Braves' the historic offense. Yeah, the Austin the Riley was the only one that was a remote threat. The, yeah. Matt Olson was embarrassing. Yeah. He had the Acuna fake hit the fake hit in game three. Yeah. The Albies wasn't good. Albies wasn't good. Albies was all right. Albies was all right. But, but looking at not. just Olsen, Olsen. Sean Murphy. Yeah, Murphy was I mean, Murphy didn't even see he time was, in the yeah, lineup. He was splitting. But still, just looking I mean, Ozuna. Matt Olson's the one that Michael sticks Harris out to me had the a most. Couple good defensive plays, because fifty four yeah. so. Matt Olson's the biggest one for me. Like he was he was awful. And I I'd still be scared when he's up. But like towards the end of the series, dude, he was like a free out. It was like embarrassing. And but even like with a Schwarber too. Schwarber wasn't as he good. Didn't really yeah. Do anything either. Boom needs to fix something. Boom is. Yeah, get him out of the cleanup play. hole. Yeah, I mean, for me, I like Castiano still in that seven yeah, spot. They're pitching to him differently. Exactly, and he's really nice to have that seven spot. And it's working out beautifully as we saw in the past two days. But for me, I think that you got to put someone like JT in that. Four hole spot. You got to mix something up because right now it's not looking too sharp. Maybe even put Real Muto in the three. Put um, you put Harper in the four, like and then you put year. Stott in five. Boom six. Do you think about maybe leading off Trey and then putting Bryce in the two? I was thinking that last Schwarber night, down, but what would maybe? you do to Schwarber? They've been I mean, wanting that. They've been wanting to do that since like May. Yeah, he just won't do it. Yeah, but I mean Schwarber's just he's good. I, I I'm fine with Schwarber just because he. It's just track record. Yeah, just track record. First and second, one out in the bottom of the first, and Bohm strikes out. And then, what was it, later after the, uh, double play. I believe it was after the Castellanos, the first Castellanos homer, he grounds into the double play. So Yeah, exactly. And with, with Harper, I mean, it's great that he's a good a good bat to have in that three-hole. I, I think you got to bump JT up a little bit just because Bohm – is struggling. He's grounded into a couple double plays, a couple more than we would want. So, in crucial spots as well. Yeah. And with Stott, he's he's doing well. I mean, he had a really good wild card division yeah, series. He was all right, but he he's sometimes just he he works the count, but he's getting out a decent amount. So I think for me, you got to bump up JT a little bit just so we can just have more flexibility when there's these crucial moments that come up so it's not just be nice if they had a time. freaking bench bat yeah like, but. <laughs> like they got guys that can go get it in the field but like you need a home run off the bench who are you turning to <laughs> seriously they need reese like uh, reese, i can't imagine reese gives you any more than a ground out to shortstop at this point but like at least trot him out there because mm. you're at you're like a pinch hit like your pinch hitter is probably weston wilson right now realistically if or he Jake even cave. makes the nlcs roster jake cave oh. <laughs> so i mean that's that's who you're I guess looking a scary at. reality we don't pinch hit anybody because no. we don't have anyone i mean we just switch between marsh and pache and that's yeah, it for base running rojas has been, marsh has been a nice surprise though rojas has been well in the field he's been like Michael he hasn't Harris, had a hit though. since game one and of the you've wild got card. enough yeah, no. offense early in i well you had offense against miami and you've had enough offense yeah. against atlanta but arizona has two very good pitchers yeah. so you and and you guys touched on this early in, to start the show, you know, starting the series now at home, you got to take one. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, you got you got to take one or two. You can't you know, if you lose two and then go to Arizona down 0-2, That's with that's three not good. in Arizona. That's you want to kick it to Arizona? Yeah, let's kick it to Arizona because they have to. Uh, they have Zach Allen, Merrill Kelly. I went on this show last week and did the broom gesture. 
that the Dodgers were going to sweep the Diamondbacks. You did do that. You did do <laughs> that. I'll live up to it. I'll be a man of my word. <laughs> so we've got one man of his word on this show because I'm, I'm still doubling down. <laughs> no, you owned up to done. it. Yeah. But I embarrassed myself on the show last week. I turned on the Dodger game, game one, to watch a first ballot Hall of so Famer embarrass so himself. What were your thoughts on that? Because well, you like the Dodgers a little bit, Riley. Yeah, I was at my little cousin's birthday party. So <sighs> once the Phillies game ended, they turned it on. And I was like, okay, cool. And then everybody's like, how are your Dodgers? I was like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I looked at the screen, and I just kept getting notifications. I was like, all right, I'm not going to watch play, this runs, It was just play, so runs. bad. And, like, I feel bad for Kershaw because, yeah. like, he's a good pitcher. and But then, like, I don't even think it's just his fault because the offense went silent, too. I mean, if you're giving up that many runs – and your offense at least can fight back, then even if they lost, but it was at least a close game, I don't think I would have been mad. But the fact that all of your power hitters are literally doing nothing, like Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, like, I mean, yeah. wasn't Will Smith, like, the only one that yeah. really did anything? I <laughs> like, think so, yeah. yeah if yeah. you're counting on him to do something, then that's that's a big issue. Well, there's a shortstop in Texas right now who's playing in the championship series. Who was on that Dodger team? Yeah, He looked pretty in good in that. Yeah, lost both. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, let's uh, let's continue with this Dodgers talk because Tom, I want your opinion on not even just Kershaw, but just the Dodgers pitching as a whole because they really couldn't stop the young hot bats of Arizona, and they really are not phased by the big stage at all. Arizona. Well, Arizona reminds me a little bit of the 2022 Phillies, where it's their first time in the playoffs in a while, and they have two really good pitchers, mm-hmm. and they have a good offense. So when you take a look at the Diamondbacks and then you take a look at the L.A. Dodgers, they don't have Julio Arias, so they're down an arm. Bueller. They don't have Bueller. They haven't had him for a while because he's been hurt. So you're rolling out Bobby Miller in his rookie season as your game two starter. I was still somehow higher on him, but yeah. I I would be high on him if he was the game three. When you put it into perspective, though, like... Go stop the bleeding, kid! Like yeah. our ace, our Hall of Famer just got shellacked. Yeah. Like it's a tough spot to put that. Kid and then on. when you got to rely on Lance Lynn with your backs against the door, that you know, there's a reason the White Sox gave up on him, and look where they are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just to me, they were just not built for the playoffs unless they hit, and they didn't hit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're out, and they're out quick. And the Orioles too, same issue pitching. Uh, do I have to write an apology too? Yeah, now would be a probably a good time to. Uh, We'll save you a nice five, ten minutes to uh, break down your Orioles because, man, that was tough. That was rough. But I think Arizona, what you said about the 2022 Phillies, they do resemble that. They have, like, one or two guys at the back end of the bullpen that they will turn it to. Do they scare you at all in any way? Arizona? Yeah. Um, Like, what's your threat level with them? Because, obviously, I think even if the Dodgers would have mickeyed their way through that, I'd still be more scared of the Dodgers. Um, I see. And maybe that's wrong. Well, if I was a Phillies fan, the Dodgers wouldn't threaten me one bit. No? I mean, if we hit Strider and Freed. Yeah, what's, if you hit Strider and Freed. Bobby I think Miller. it's the logo that just does it for me. Like, like I it's just, just the logo I in the history. Yeah. It's you just can't picture reason. the Arizona the Diamondbacks stupidest, being. Yeah, basically. Pretty much. Well, too bad it's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, the thing with... with uh, like, who scares you more? I get he was one combined one for 21. Mookie Betts or Corbin Carroll? But Corbin Carroll is a balling right now. Yeah, I'd be more scared of Corbin. Really? Yeah, I think I still lean towards Mookie. Really? Yeah. But I mean, I'm the only I probably wrong. But how much of that is name brand? So. All of it, probably. Oh, I don't even know. No, he went 0 for 17, I believe. Who's that? Mookie. Yeah, Freeman had the hit. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I maybe I think I'm like just that. like Dodger blind. 
Yeah, <laughs> Dodger blind. I mean, the thing with Dodgers, they're always scary because they're historically good. Yeah, just but basing I gotta get, off the playoffs. We gotta get that. I gotta get that in my head. You yeah. take out twenty twenty, which it's a championship nonetheless, but like still, they have I mean, a catalog of just collapsing. They do. They have a big catalog of collapsing, but with Arizona, yeah, wh- they have your... to come to Philly, which I mean, they haven't seen since I want to bull. I want to say it was. May or June? Remember that series what, the that they had? Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean they I think they lost the Phillies two out of three on that, but their last they played their the game well. that they won, it was they rocked Gallon, didn't they? They 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 quote unquote rocked Gallon. It was just towards the end they rocked the bullpen um, because they couldn't get anything going early against Gallon. I want to say it was May or June, but they but the D backs won two out of three, but that was when Citizens Bank isn't as much rocking mm-hmm. just because. Um, Back in May or June, in June they're starting to heat up a little bit, but still the Phillies are still questionable. Like they're slightly below five hundred. What are they gonna do? World Series hangover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So now they have to come to Philly with the Phillies fans rocking the bank, pretty much causing a slight earthquake in <laughs> in South Philly, and yeah. it's gonna be pretty hectic. And I don't. I mean, if you're looking at there are two matchups that they had to go against, right? They had the Dodgers. And then they had the who they have Brewers. Uh, they had the Brewers, right? None of those places are as rocking as Philly. I would say honestly, I mean, I'll be completely honest. I see LA as that tourist kind of stadium, where I don't see I see Milwaukee as a as a bigger crowd and a more of a threat for home field advantage than LA. I'd agree with you, one hundred percent. Just because it, it, LA is too big of a city where there's not too many locals and. Some of them are just like, oh yay, baseball, you know, like that's what's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when we look, when we watch San Diego, that's yep. how it was like. The yep. San Diego fans, yep, show are, up in uh, the third, leave in the seventh, throw beach balls around, do the wave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they're just like, oh yay, golf clap, baseball, Spot you know. On. Oh, let's go catch a baseball. Go game. get salmon for thirty bucks <laughs> down the street. <laughs> exactly. Like, they're not. They're it. not real baseball fans. And Citizens Bank, you yeah, know, freezing cold October with you with know a crusty hot dog in your hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's it, but. I mean, the Brewers could pitch, the Phillies could pitch, but the Diamondbacks, they can hit. Yeah, This is going to be a really good series. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I, I was on TikTok the past few days, and just the fact that you can just get chills from when they take out the broadcasting noise yeah. for these Phillies games. I was there game three. You were there game three. Yeah, my ears were ringing when really? I was leaving. Yeah, it was loud, man. I mean, so the Harper home actually, run. I completely forgot that you went to game three. We gotta yeah. talk about this. So, okay. so sorry. We'll back to Phil's. <laughs> Did you see the uh, two people on the roof? They were above me. I was in three oh five, like yeah. eighteen rows up. So, like three rows above me, the okay, guys are so chilling up. Let's there. talk about those two people because this happened last year. The firework right? crew. Yeah, okay, so it's firework crew. Yeah. Okay, because I'm not gonna lie, I thought they were snipers. No, it was, <laughs> they're fire. They have them like all around. Yeah, they do have them all around. And but it was the first time that they got noticed because it was a towering. Because Harper ball. hit the ball 600 feet. Yeah, in the air, 600 so. feet. So when you so you're in 305, so that's yeah. in right field. Yeah, straight away right field. So I can't even see Castellanos because I'm so high up. Oh wow! I'm just kidding. Oh okay, but <laughs> it was high up. Um, Did you know it was rock. going off rip? Harper's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Castellanos, I was trying to lean because it was like tucked around the pole, but Harper's was a. Bon- I heard it. Yeah, could hear it off the bat. And what's great about Harper is that he has some like chalk or dust on there where if he smacks a ball. You see the dust that comes off his bat, and it looks so sick. I just saw him stand. I, d- I saw him hit it, and he didn't move from 
home plate, and I was like, oh, my God, either that's foul or this is clobbered. This might come up to me. <laughs> <laughs> and it did reach the second deck. You're yeah. in the third deck. Third though. deck, dude. I'm going to throw this up oh, there. High. Do you think Bryce Harper is, well, statistically, he's definitely top five, but do you think he is, I would say he's the most iconic Philadelphia athlete right now. Yeah. Right now, yeah. Yeah. more than Jalen Hurts, more, more than, than more I, than that choker on the Sixers. <laughs> I was there to see what it was like in a second round. I mean, for real. I mean, even though Joel Embiid won MVP, I still think right now Harper is that guy in Philly. All time, he's top five. I, I Philly, would to, yeah. You gotta you gotta say. I mean, top three. You're looking, or at least top two. It's just Schmidt and Allen Iverson in the top five. Honestly, Nick Foles is up there because he came in as a backup quarterback to win you a Super Bowl. And then, who do you have at four? Yeah, maybe Jake Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, like not even that ridiculous. He's insane. But I mean, I mean, you have. Yeah, I mean, probably, I mean, you have Doctor J. Yeah, maybe you, he doesn't maybe even like the Wilt he doesn't even there. like the Sixers, so that docks a few points. <laughs> but I think I mean, Harper but you also have Wilt in there. Yeah, but. I mean, who? I mean, who else is there? I mean, you you have you're talking you have Howard, you have Utley, but I don't think they're as up top as no. those guys in Philly. Oh man, that's tough. I, I mean, mean, he's solidifying himself for sure. He is solidifying himself, but it's just he's just I don't get. He's like maybe you can attest to it a little bit, but I think national media wise, I think he's still disrespected because it's it's Otani, it's Judge. For for good reason. He was I mean, disrespected this year because he was injured. Tommy John. Yeah, he, he was like, injured for the first part. I don't of the know. Season. I I maybe I'm biased, but I don't think he gets talked about enough nationally. He gets talked about once the postseason comes around. It's that regular season that everyone's like, he had oh, okay. six home he runs. He's a better version of Jimmy Butler. He had six home runs at the All Star break. Did you hear that? That was a pretty good. What quote. was that? He's better a version better of version of Jimmy Butler. He I, is a better player who turns it up in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, we didn't talk about this, and I said we would talk about it later. We want to talk about Bryce Harper and Arcia. I mean, <laughs> my gosh. Well, I mean, broke how, how do you get that embarrassed? I mean, you're batting 100. Not, I mean, you're probably a little over 100. Batting 143 coming into game three, and you're saying attaboy Harper, right? That's literally the last player he won a spite. <laughs> like, yeah. actually. Really? Like, why, why would anyone in their right mind do that? I, I mean, mean, if he did something to back it up, like if he was batting like 300 or something, okay, go ahead, uh, talk. Yeah. But you're batting under 200. And you're going to poke Bryce Harper, of all people. Yeah. And it's also like, a talk of ethics. Like, I, I heard Kevin Gosman, the starter for the Jays on Twitter, was like, yeah, why do they, uh, you know, have these reporters in our clubhouse? You know, clubhouse talk, it's different than, like, you know, just anything else. But reporters have been there forever. Yeah, you know that they're in there. Yeah. If you don't want them to hear it's something, your seventh don't year in the something. league. Yeah, exactly. He's been in the league for seven years. Like, you, you know when the reporters are going to be in there. You know when they're going to leave at some point. I mean, if you have nothing to celebrate, they're going to leave at some point because they're not going to stick around for two hours. Then you talk. Like, mm -hmm. you can't be mad saying, oh, it's a sanctioned area. Like, no, like, don't say something you don't want to get picked up because they have the right to report it if they hear it. Like, yeah, it's, it's not the off the record. Like, yeah, you can't really say anything is like off the record when it comes postseason time because that's when everyone's searching for content mm -hmm. to spew to everyone. And then. I mean, it wasn't even in the postseason. You saw Strider in towards the end of the season. He's saying, "Oh, I don't, I don't like fans or whatever." And then he quickly was like, "For twenty twenty season, we shouldn't have any fans." <laughs> he quickly said that, and then of course that bites him when in Philly in Game Four because everyone's like, oh, "Are we too loud for you, Strider?" <laughs> like, come on, like everyone like, in Game Three, you heard it. 
Everyone was chanting, we want Strider, yep. just because of that interview. But we also knew that because of Game 3, we mm. wanted him because what happened last year, we kind of wanted deja vu. Deja vu kind of happened six, in Game 3 and Game six 4. Runs. And it's a shame because he pitched well in the series, but Strider pitched. they just Strider. couldn't score. Yeah, Strider is the National League Garrett Cole because yep. he just gives up solo shots Every time. As much as I dislike the guy, I mean, he pitched his butt off. I mean, he was, he had really good, he's pumping a, like, he's got good stuff. It's crazy to sit here and say that the Braves offense essentially lost in the series because he kept them in that game last night. He did. Three runs, bullpen stayed strong for the Braves, but you have Acuna with bases loaded. You go out, you get three runs, and you're the, you're the most historic offense. You can't overcome a, the other team scores three runs. Yeah, I mean. Well, they played the best team in the league. <laughs> the best postseason team, yeah, I would say, yeah, I in the league. So. Um, but let's switch things over to. Uh, I mean, I don't really want to talk about it. Just because Jack, <laughs> Jack's but, Orioles um, uh, suffered a sweep against the Texas Rangers this week. Adley Rutschman did his best Freddie Freeman impression. <laughs> I have my face on radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your thoughts on your Orioles? Man, it's rough. <laughs> um, I was really high on the Orioles. If you guys tuned in, I think it was last week. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, the Orioles, they got in, like, four. And, no, they got put out in three. So, <laughs> um, But shout-out Gunner, man. He yeah. stepped up. Baller. But that Orioles team, they just looked shy up there, man. You had Adley getting goose eggs every time, man. And you that whole offense just went went south those immediately. Are, yeah. Those are some depressing games to watch. Yeah, man. And... I mean, Santander was there here and there, but he was pretty. He's all right. Yeah, he was all right, but it was just the entire offense, and even the pitching. Man, pitching was they got rocked when it came to starting pitching. I mean, all their guys. I mean, you had John Means going down, and that's that was just the start of it. You had every one of their other guys just getting clobbered. I Bradish mean, was the only starter who actually resembled you know a major league pitcher. Yeah, <laughs> because Grayson Rodriguez and and Bobby Miller both had a. Uh, a competition for which young type <laughs> pitcher could look more like garbage. The problem is, is that team's young, but it's not just one guy. It's that whole team. It begins to it question, like, what, <laughs> what, so maybe I'm just making stuff up. How big is it to win a hundred games in that's crucial. The regular season. Well, yes, it's a big deal. But if you're gonna win a hundred games, you and then have and a then first round out exit, three, then what is how, like, what's the point? Especially now, the Orioles. It's the ALE, so everyone's good. But like the Dodgers, I mean, you've got what fourteen against the Giants, fourteen against the Rockies, and fourteen against the Padres. So, and and I'm just kind Who of throwing numbers late. at. Padres got hot late. But right, they played but, most of their games early because of like publicity and stuff. So yeah. you know, if you go thirty and twelve against that forty-two game stretch, like you win a hundred games, that's almost what? That's thirty percent of your wins yeah. against that cluster of teams. So everyone wants to complain about you know the format, the buy being, you know, the thing that kills momentum. Oh, win your games, set up well, your rotation. I and, guess with and the win Dodgers, weren't they like? 14, 15 games up from the Diamondbacks who were in second. Yeah. And you make it a big deal saying, oh, we're so much better. We win 100 games. And then they take you out yeah. first round. Every starter's ERA is better with more rest. I don't, I don't know if you saw uh, on Twitter, but 
Dodgers before like the series started. They're like, oh, we'll see you in L.A., oh, Arizona, and then Arizona said, oh, we'll see you, we'll see you, Dodgers next season. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Dude, these teams are just meme themselves. I do think the the biggest thing that um, the Phillies and Diamondbacks need in this series, well, Phillies Ranger Suarez, if he can give you five, you're good. But Nola and Wheeler need to give you length because in a short five-game series with rest, you can throw three, four guys out of the pen. But in these seven-game series, you know, numbers from hitters go up when they see relievers more. You can't just burn, you know, you can't get 12, 15 outs every game from your pen. Exactly. And that hurt us in the Houston Astros series in the World Series because Jordan constantly kept seeing Alvarado. Speaking of that, dude... Oh my god. <laughs> so did the Astros scare you? Oh yeah. Yeah. The Astros are honestly scarier than the Rangers. I think out of every four teams, um, just thinking about it, probably Houston scares me the most. But here's the thing. I want to talk about this because the Twins offense has always been non existent. Right? They clicked a little bit in the wild card series, but they've always not been there. Everyone's saying, Oh, their bullpen's back, their bullpen's <laughs> good. No, it's not. The Twins can hit the ball. Houston, you're referring to Houston's bullpen being yes. back. Uh-huh. Yeah, Houston's bullpen is not that. I mean, it's it showed up, but it showed up because the Twins can't hit the ball. Yeah. When the Twins go to the offseason, and they already are, they got to be looking at hitters because they can't hit. The Astros just knew what to do. They're just doing their regular pitching stuff. And the Twins in the last game to fight had two runs. I mean... Yeah. Come on. I mean, you have to put up some sort of fight. I mean, just still looking at the Braves. I mean, they only scored one run in, with their backs against the wall. Mm-hmm. Come on. Like, you have to put more of an effort in there, and that just shows the lack of hitting that these guys are. And I'm going to quote Doc here with the Braves. The the Braves, a lot of the time, they were, they were one of the best first-inning teams, right? Yeah. But, that, but the reason they won so many games was because they just started to front-run when someone started scoring in the first inning. Doc always said, oh, yeah, they, they're, they're a front-running team. But it Doc showed. has said it this sh- at nauseum. Yeah, and I think he said it. I think he said it last. He's week. a thousand percent right, though. I mean, yeah, they can't play from behind. But sticking with the the American League, yes, the Astros. I think we're probably going to beat the Rangers in seven. Astros in seven. Yeah, uh-huh. I think that's just how it's going to work. I think it's it's AL West matchup in the ALCS. You got to assume that this game, these the this Scherzer series is going come to back. this series is going to go to up. either six or seven. I mean. But the Astros have that home field advantage. Astros and seven. So, so you think they match up well with your NL winner, Diamondbacks? Well, <laughs> we got to clip this, man. <laughs> like, yeah, this it's is it's a file. So we do have a file. Um, but, yeah, man, it's, the Astros, they, they do scare me the most. Um, and for the Diamondbacks against the Phillies, I, I mean, um, it's it's slightly biased. I won't lie. It's slightly biased. Oh, yeah. I, I like, lose all form of, like, intelligence during this time <laughs> of year. Like, I think it's Phillies and six. I'm, like, I honestly, I would rather end the series at home only because if we do fall behind, we have the home crowd to, like, boost them back up. But we did lose two out of three at home, but we won three out of four there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think... If we can have the same situation, I think we'll be fine. Exactly, and I think it's it's definitely going to be a little different for them because it's like it's flip flopped. They're at home first instead of away, but that is still, an underrated part of it. Yeah. I mean, it can't. It's not a big thing, whole, but 
Because now Wheeler's pitching at home instead of on the road. Yeah. So, but I mean, that might boost them up a little bit. So, you never know how this how these series are going to go. But uh, let's talk about the uh, or let's continue with Texas yeah. and uh, specifically the Rangers because <laughs> we haven't really touched on them. I like the Rangers a lot, honestly. I think, like Tom previously mentioned, Scherzer's lined up to go. Scherzer, Evaldi, Montgomery, that's pretty nasty. Well, we got to think about this because we're going to backtrack to our conversation about Kershaw. Mm -hmm. Kershaw was a guy that doesn't really thrive well in the postseason. Scherzer really hasn't in past. I mean, last year he got rocked against the Padres in the wild card. That's because he had Mets jersey on. <laughs> that doesn't count. Well, Justin Verlander also has his. You Could know, you imagine moments if it's Scherzer Verlander game one? Oh, it is. Yeah, it's his World Series stint that he can't. He can't throw the ball. Dude, how funny guys, would that be? Didn't he have a five nothing lead on you guys in game one and just gave it right back? Yep. Yeah. It's vintage Verlander. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Verlander in the World Series has been one of historically the worst pitchers to Scherzer. Scherzer Verlander, at least, Verlander, for, your ace, at least for your ace. So Verlander in the World Series is Nestor Cortez during period. any day. Yeah, period. <laughs> <laughs> period. Um, or Luis Severino. Just pick your poison. <laughs> <laughs> any Yankees pitcher besides Garrett Cole. But um, I'll go Texas and six. You like Texas over Houston. I've been saying it for a while. I really like Texas, but the pitching. And so, th- so you think that their pitching is going to thrive well? Avaldi and Montgomery have looked really, really good. Um, albeit it was against a young Orioles team, and who was their wild card? The wild card was Tampa the Bay. Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. Yeah. Tampa Bay's bats were quiet too. So. Tampa Bay's notoriously quiet around this time of year, but. <laughs> I don't know. I like him. You got a nice three-headed monster. I'll take my chances with Scherzer. Hopefully, he doesn't met on me. Um, <laughs> they got to control Jordan, man. That dude's that dude is balling right now. Altuve's hitting. Astros are scary, but game one is in Houston. Yes, in, yeah. Game one's in Houston. Split. They split in Houston. Got momentum. Can get weird. Exactly, and I mean that's why I think it's going to get weird a little bit. Just because Minnesota was able to squeak away one in in Houston, yeah. and we have to think about this too. I mean, I might I just said that since Houston's home, they're going to win in seven. But Houston is notoriously better on the road yeah. this season than at home. You brought that up with the with their home and road splits. Yeah, well, towards the end of the season when they had to try and clinch noticeably that better on the road, noticeably better, and. It's kind of crazy the, just looking at the average that they have at, like, just their winning percentage on the road. It, it might be it, – it could get – I think it could get weird when it starts to get to Texas because we might see Houston start pulling away with some of these games. And, I mean, Houston just has to step up at home, and if they do, then they're going to find their way in a third straight World Series appearance. Do you guys have Texas or Houston? I would. I, it's it's really hard to pick against the Houston Astros yeah. and everything that they've been through this year with Christian Javier just falling apart and Hunter Brown had an ERA over five and they've had a ton of injuries. Altuve missed time. You know they lose guys every year in free agency. Garrett Cole, Springer, Correa. It just doesn't matter. I I I I really like that Texas pitching. I really do. But I have a hard time believing that they're going to get. You know, Montgomery and Avoldi, I have a hard time believing that they're going to get two good starts yeah. from both of them. Scherzer's coming back, but, w- <laughs> w- like, what is Scherzer yeah. going to be? It's- and I really like Texas's offense, but 
I really like Framber Valdez and Verlander. Really? I I wasn't Justin. Too, I mean, uh, Framber Valdez has he struggled in that game too against Minnesota to a he, team that he, can't hit. That's he's been he's been really good in the regular season. Early he was good, and then towards the end he uh, slowed down. Started yeah. leaking oil, but. Yeah. <laughs> I have a hard time believing this Houston team loses. I'm going to say Houston in seven because I do think Texas is a really good team. Uh-huh. But I would seven, have to take Houston seven. in seven. What do you got? I would like to believe Texas in seven, but <laughs> I think it just comes down to the pitching because I think both teams have offense taken care of for the most part. Like if Texas offense stays alive, I think they'll probably be good, but I think it's going to be probably back and forth. I think it's definitely going to go to game seven. Yeah, I think it's easily going to game six. Or game Have we seven. had a game seven this year? No, not in the playoffs. Well, well I mean, it's like games, like a, the term of like a winner. Like a, oh, yeah. Winner. No, game three, a game there, five. There wasn't seven. a game three. There wasn't a game five. But Maybe, maybe we're due. Might, yeah. When was the last time there was a game like a like a tie 3-3 three, three or tie 2-2? Two, two. I can't even remember. Um <sighs> When was that? <laughs> Phillies Cardinals was, but it, there's got to be something else. The Phillies Cardinals was. Oh, no. Oh, my Yankees God. Guardians was yes. game five. Yankees Guardians, Guardians was, game was game five. five. We almost choked that series. Yeah. <laughs> Philly went to five. Phillies had the no. Astros and Phillies went to six. Phillies had I think, it, yeah, last time there was a Astros back against the walls for both teams, it was game five, quarter. Yankees Guardians. Wow. Man, that's do. man, that's do. that's tough. It's better not be. It's, yeah, it's bound yeah. to happen at this point. Both teams are back against the wall. It's bound to happen again. So, um, but before we wrap up this uh, this tenth inning episode, uh, let's talk about our predictions so we can uh, clip you guys and mention it later. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, let's talk about World Series predictions um, and and also just standout players um, for for any team that you see. Um, so start off with breakout player and then sit and then just discuss who you think is winning the World Series. Um, I'll start, I guess. Uh, I hope my Phillies can get there, and I think they will. I think they'll, I think they'll beat the Astros in six. I think oh. they'll beat Houston in six, and I think go player, World Series MVP. World Series MVP, um, Nick Castellanos. I think he'll be. World it's a very Series solid MVP. selection. So, um, Riley, do you want to go next, or does anyone else want to go next? Anyone has the floor at this point. I'll end so. it off. <laughs> He'll end it off? I'm okay. probably going to say some crazy stuff. So. <laughs> like Vlad, MVP. That's still um, going to haunt me. Mm. I'll haunt you next year. Until <laughs> I say it again. I would like to see a 2022 World Series rematch, but I feel like I have PTSD so bad for it, <laughs> so I don't know if I would want to, but I think it would be really cool to, like, have the rematch where the Phillies actually come out on top. I would say probably game six or seven. I really hope it's not game seven because my anxiety won't be able to handle that. But And then World Series MVP, I would say... I'm like between three. I would say Harper, Cassianos, or maybe like I feel like Trey's going to do some like something mm. insane. Yeah, Trey, Trey might sneak his way into that MVP conversation, I feel like, at least for the World Series, yeah. just because um, you never know, just kind of continuing the storyline of the standing ovation, maybe doing something crazy in Philly, getting some, some kind of walk-off maybe, or some crucial hit. Mm-hmm. I mean, never know with Trey. If he so. somehow walked away with World Series MVP after all of the ovation <laughs> stuff, that would like, yeah, that, that would, would be something. That yeah. would be storybook yeah. right there. But Tom, 
Uh, let's see, Arizona and who for you? So, <laughs> as a Diamondback fan since 4.06 p.m. today, <laughs> I am rooting with my heart, and I believe this World Series, though I did predict Houston, it will be Rangers, Diamondbacks, and I would say the World Series MVP, I would go Texas and six. Okay. And I'm going to give it to, you know who's been phenomenal? Evan Carter. Wow. And I think Evan Carter wins the World Series MVP over the better National League team, the Diamondbacks. So that series, <laughs> and uh, ready? Are we live? Well, we're not live, but we're recording. Well, yeah. it's going to, yeah. So <laughs> still go out. the Arizona Diamondbacks will win the NLCS in five games. Whoa. Five. Wow. So, <laughs> and <laughs> Zach Gallen is going to be the NLCS MVP. I mean, I, I don't see, I mean, I don't mind a pitcher being that. Kind of I know I'm, I'm rooting, I'm rooting with my heart here more so than my brain. Because as a Diamondbacks fan, I just want to win a World <laughs> Series for once. I think if um, you guys deserve it, yeah, I we think do. if Texas wins the World Series, though, I think the person that's going to squeak away with it is going to be Adolis Garcia. I don't know about you guys, but that's I who can I see just, him just going off. Yeah. I mean, he's three, four home runs. Yeah, exactly. Like I see him he's just kind of going crazy too. Whoever he faces, but Brett will end it off with you after that. Yeah, my. You're kind of flustered after that. <laughs> after that, yeah, Tom I'll, I'll change my major, resign from the radio, just completely reshift, reshift my life if the Diamondbacks win in five. I think. <laughs> wow, <laughs> take it that far. No, I'm kidding, but I. <sighs> it's going to be in a meeting with your advisor in about <laughs> yeah, a week and a I'm half. I'm going to start drafting that email. You're going to just <laughs> you're going to switch over to organic chemistry. Oh man, they're going to be like, "What brought you in, <laughs> Phillies?" <laughs> um, but it's hard. I, I got to say the Phillies. I mean, I'd be doing myself wrong if I didn't say them. But I do genu genuinely like them. I think they have more pitching depth slightly. I think Ranger Suarez is better than the Diamondbacks three. And Wheeler, you could argue, is one of the best postseason pitchers as of the last few years. It sounds so a little bit corny to say, but the, the impact that the crowd has in Philadelphia can't be understated of how much it affects these players. You saw Acuna trying to... The zip after Austin yeah. Riley's home run. Like, you don't do that if you're not at least thinking about them. Like, go celebrate with the guy that just gave you the lead with your back against the wall. Instead, you're too busy focusing on the crowd yeah. behind you. Yep. Arcia, they mentally broke him. I've never Taking seen his tongue out. Like, what are we doing? Insane. The yeah, ring? That, the most mentally yeah. that you were like a platoon player? On? <laughs> like, come on, dude. I, I don't know. I think it has, as corny as it is to say, I do think it does play a little bit of a role. And these Diamondbacks are kind of like. Age-wise, like the NL Orioles, they're a bunch of young kids playing with house money. I don't know. Maybe it comes to an end here. I'll say the Phillies advance. I said Texas in six, so I'll stick with that. And then World Series MVP, I'll go Kyle Schwarber. Oh, okay. I think the dude is due. It's the kind he of thing where, due. like, you could suck all playoffs, hit four home runs in the World Series, one or two of them in a big spot. Just shifts everything. Like that's how it was with Bryce's home run in the NLCS. Reese Hoskins like, Reese was going to win. Probably would have gotten it if Bryce never hit that home run. Yeah. Kyle Schwarber hits a game three walk off to put him up two one or whatever. It I don't know. Yeah, but the Diamondbacks lose. I might have to, you know, <laughs> remove myself from the station. I hope the Phillies win just so they can just run and jump in that pool because that would actually make that'd it be pretty hysterical. fun. Yeah, if Phillies win in five, that would be kind of sick. That'd be funny. So they could jump in the pool, but. 
But that's going to do it for this episode of 10th Inning. We have the championship series underway starting on Saturday. Or no, Sunday. Monday. Excuse me. Sunday. Oh, Monday. No, Sunday for ALCS. Is, okay, nice. And then Monday for the NLCS. Perfect. Game ones start then both are at 8. ALCS Sunday at 8. NLCS Sunday. Or they're Monday really going to try and compete eight. with football? AL? Mm-hmm. Wow. But they're also competing with football on Monday, too. They got Monday Night Football. <laughs> Wait, I can't even tell you play on Monday Night. This game I don't suck. know either yet, but I will later. But Giants Bills is Sunday. We're getting. Yeah, I'm getting off topic. Yeah, we're getting off topic. We're we're moving to football in this oh, gosh, podcast. Yeah. But but yeah, a, uh, the championship series starts this weekend on Sunday at eight between the Rangers and the Astros, and we'll be back on Thursday this time. Uh, last time we had yep. a little. We, this time we just had a little bit of a work scheduling issue for Brett, but uh, we'll be back next Thursday or this Thursday. Uh, at 2 o'clock for 10th inning. Again, you're listening to 10th inning for Jack, Brett, Tom, and Riley. We thank you guys for tuning in and have a great rest of your Friday afternoon.